let's give the Lord a hand clap. Come on, come on. Stockton University.
amazing. Father, we thank you and we praise you for the Lordship of Jesus Christ. And God, we need not wait until eternity to bless your name. We thank you for the ministry of music, Stockton University, thank you for them and their presence. Thank you for our own choir. Thank you, Lord God, for what our ears have already heard and our hearts have already felt. And God, all roads lead to Jesus. So we exalt you this morning and pray that you would put the preacher behind the cross, convict, convince, if need be, convert. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's give the Lord a hand clap. Come on now. Praise. Hallelujah. Let me give honor to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ without question. Thank you, Dr. Vaughn, and thank you, Stockton University. Great, great, thank you, great, great voices. Oh, I tell you, amen. Thank you so much as uh, we thank our own choir and Kent, Sister Garrison, thank you as well. Truly, God is an awesome God. And we welcome you in the name of the Lord Jesus. And uh, my goodness, love to hear those voices. Just keep praise our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Thank God for all of you for a beautiful day. Truly, God is in the blessing business. And we serve a God of love, not of judgment, but a God of love, a God of grace, a God of mercy, a God of long-suffering. Thank God my God. A boxer who was getting severely beaten by his opponent returns to his corner, obviously feeling defeated. His trainer says in an attempt to encourage him, man, he is barely touching you. You can win this fight. The boxer who has been beaten replies, you had better watch the referee because somebody's hitting me. <laughs> oh, God. Many of us as believers in Christ can relate to this boxer. We come to church feeling defeated in our circumstances, beaten up by internal conflicts. And when we get to church, we hear, greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. No weapon that's formed against you shall prosper. 
we have the victory. And we too, like that boxer, hear one thing, but we're experiencing another thing. And in reconciling what we feel and what we hear, we become confused. We're in conflict and our confidence has all but falling apart. There's probably no other character in the Bible who I can identify with that face to face with God asks the question, why? Why? Why this? Why me? Why now? Why? And if you haven't asked why, you will. Why? Gideon, who is also called Jerubbabel, is asking God this question of inquiry. I always value interrogatives in English why, where, when, who, how, because it expands our learning. Why did Jesus have to die? What happened when he did die? When did he die? How did he resurrect from the grave? When will he return? When I deal with these interrogatives, it is always to expand our insights into things that we may not know a lot about. And, 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 and the book of Judges, and I want to kind of simplify this, the book of Judges is that 350-year period of the darkest history of Israel, where every man did that which was right, in his own eyes. And um, it is in this book that there, there are 12 judges, and when you add Samuel later on and someone else, there's 14, but there's 12 judges. Othniel is, amen, chapters 1 to 3, Ehud, Shamgar, Deborah and Barak, or Deborah and Barak, however, Gideon, Tola, Jair, Jephthah, Ibzan, Elon, Abdon, and the last one is Samson. All of those were judges. These judges were called deliverers or saviors, and God would raise them up when foreign lands would oppress Israel, hold them hostage bring them into captivity, God would raise up a judge, amen, as a preservation against enemies, and 
Uh, when God raised up these judges, they would then lead Israel into battle, fight, and um, experience rest, if you will, um, in the land. Um, very, very interesting that um, as we look at this mighty, mighty book of judges, uh, God was the ultimate judge, but Israel had lost sight of God. And um, Israel had, in fact, committed three horrific sins against God. One was infidelity, other was idolatry, and the third was intermarriage. They uh, would dare fall away from God's principles. And there was a re, listen, repetitive cycle. First, Israel would rebel, and then God would send retribution to chasten them, and then they would cry out and repent, and then God would send restoration and peace. They kept doing this for 350 years. You would think someone would have learned the lesson that when we stray from the principles and person of God, that retribution is on its way. Yeah. And, and, and it's here that in this text of chapter 68, the oppressors are the Amidianites and the Amalekites. And um, I want you to uh, just home in on the fact that Gideon asked the question, Let me, let me stop, park, and pause momentarily. I don't know how many times I have asked God, why? Why? When my mother went home to be with the Lord, I didn't, why? When my dad went home, why? Brother, why? Why? Why is it that Christians get cancer? when they're loyal and serving you? Why is it that children burn up in house fires and the wicked continues on? Why is it that uh, we go through not understanding all of the ramifications nor the answers? The great patriarch Job said, why do the righteous suffer? And Job suffered. He said, why, why is it that those who worship you, praise you, work for you, and try to do the right things, why do they suffer? Hmm. Psalmist said, why is my, listen, why is my soul disquieted within me? And the answer is, hope thou in God. But he, he says, why do I go mourning all the day long? Even Jesus in his 100% of humanity on the cross, he didn't say my father. He said, my God, why have you forsaken me? The question why is something we need to deal with in our theology. Because God does not 
reveal everything to us. God does not, amen, allow us to escape all trials and tribulations. The Bible says it will rain, it must rain on the just and on the unjust. For every person that's in the hospital with cancer that's unsaved, there are probably people in hospital that are saved with cancer. It, 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 is, it, is, it is a theological, amen, situation that needs to be looked at. And so when we begin to look at this question, why? I want you to look at chapter 6, beginning in Gideon's call, and, and, and you can read this when you get home. Great reading, but I want to pull you up, amen, are you with me? I want, I want to pull you up to, uh, yeah, uh, uh, chapter 6, amen, and um, I want to pull up to verse 11. And there came an angel of the Lord, by the way, that's a theophany, that is the pre-incarnate Jesus Christ, uh, and sat under an oak which was in Ophrah that pertained unto Joaz the Abiazite, and his son Gideon threshed wheat by the winepress, now listen to this, to hide, as fear, it from the Midianites. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him and said unto him, The Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor. And Gideon said unto him, O my Lord, if the Lord be with us, here it is, why then is all this befallen us. Look, look, look up, look up. Lord, if you're with us, why is all this stuff? Why are all these attacks? Why is all this befalling us? Logical question. And look what he goes on to say. I want you to pick this up. And he says, not only why is all this befalling us, but he goes on to say, and where be all his miracles, which our fathers told us of saying, did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt, but now the Lord has forsaken us and delivered us to the hands of the Midianites. Very practical question. Hmm. You have to have a theology for your suffering. You cannot get caught up in these extreme religions and positions that teach that if I'm saved and I love the Lord, uh, nothing in my life will go wrong. Because I serve the Most High God. It does not mean I'm exempt from trials, tribulations, and diseases. Because I'm faithful to God does not mean that my children may not go wayward. My marriage may not be in trouble. My money might get funny. My health might fail. You, you cannot wound everything, wind everything up in the question why and you and I, being saved, need to have a theology for our pain. Isaiah was put in a hollow log and, and sawed in half. 
Peter was crucified upside down. Paul's head was chopped off. James in Acts 12 was thrown from the temple headlong and broke his neck. That, 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 is, that John was put on boiling oil in the Isle of Patmos. That, that is, it, it seems like the closer you get to Jesus, yeah, the more you can expect stuff to break out. He said, in this life, you're going to have tribulations, but, but be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. Gideon as 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 Gideon 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 asked why. Songwriter put it best. He said, uh, uh, "We wonder why the test, when we try to do our best, but we'll understand it better by and by." The by and by doctrine has been misunderstood. By and by is not when you get to heaven. By and by is down here at a later date. I'm preaching that. God will progressively let you know as you are faithful to him, the whys of the past. Lord have mercy. Lord, why did I have to go through that? I, it, by and by, by and by, I'm going to unfold it. By, by and by, by and by, I'm going to unfold it. By and by. It doesn't mean you're in sin. doesn't mean you did anything wrong. doesn't mean you've ticked God off. God says by faith, I'm going to show you up the pike what's going on. Do I have a witness? And, 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 and you see, and you see, child of God, you see, you see, one of the things that if you're going to have a balanced theology, the same God that pulls you out of the ditch in his providence lets you go into the ditch. I'm preaching to somebody. If you had interviewed Joseph, Joseph went from the pit to the palace by way of prison. Can I get a witness? And in order to get to the palace... He had, Lord have mercy, to, in, to endure being thrown in a pit by his own brothers. Can I get sold into Egypt? Falsely accused by Potiphar's wife. I, can I get a witness? You never hear from Joseph. You don't hear Joseph complaining. You don't hear Joseph giving up. You don't hear Joseph running out because there's a little phrase in Genesis 50, and the Lord was with Joseph. And when the Lord is with you, he's more than the world against you. When the, when the Lord is with you, you can walk through troops. When, when, when the Lord is with you, you can endure. You, you can be steadfast. You, you can be unmovable. You can know that you know that you know that you're coming out. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy will come. Lord, have mercy in the morning. That wherever you are this morning is not the final call. Can I get a witness? I'm preaching to somebody up in here. You, you may have come in here low. You, you may like feel like giving up. You may not understand everything, but hold on. God has a way. Do I have a witness? God, God has a way of pulling you out of. Song, song said, sweeping may endure for a night, but... But joy will come in the morning. Job said, I'll wait 
for my appointed time. In other words, my time is coming. Can I get a witness? You got to, you got to hold on and hold out. You, you, your theology's got to say, uh, trouble don't last always. I'm, I'm not going to be stuck in this gear. Can I get a witness? I'm, I'm not, my head is not going to be continually down. In fact, let me give some praise now while I'm in pain because I know the Lord's going to bring me out. I will bless the Lord at all times. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. I'm going to praise him for what he's going to do. Can I get a witness? I'm going to praise him for what he's already done. I'm going to praise him for what he's doing right now. And then I'm going to kick it up. I'm going to praise him for what he's going to do. Faith believing, we have the victory. Can I get a witness? Now, 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 let me give you a theology on the wise. The wise are only answered in the midst of our worship. <laughs> that when I focus on him, his person, his presence, his power, his providence, his peace, his promotion, when I focus on him, God starts absorbing the wise. <laughs> Thou will keep him. I feel like preaching now. In perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee. Why? Because he trusteth ah, in thee. Can I get a witness? See, see, once your eyes is on Jesus, too much can't bother you. Uh, do I have a witness once, once, once? I don't care what's coming in from the outside. I, when, when, once you put your eyes on the prize, and know that he has the power to promote you when folk are against you. He can prepare a table for you in the presence of your enemies and your cup of joy will run over. Once you understand who he is, once you praise him for who he is, he's got your back and we know that all things are working together for the good for them who love the Lord and a call according to his purpose. So, 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 so my worship answers my whys and my waiting answers my what and when. So I'm waiting, listen, for the Lord to pull me out. I'm waiting for Jesus to come to my Bethany and disturb my grave and call me out of death into life. So, so I, wanna, I want you to see Gideon, Gideon, Jerubbabel, Gideon. And first, first we see the confusion of his fight. Look, look at, come, come on, look at verse 12 and 13. Before. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him and said unto him, The Lord is with thee. Now, here's the first point of confusion. Uh, how can the Lord be with me when I'm going through all this? I mean, 
in my darkest hours. You come in with your theological base, and, and your theology is true. The Lord is with you. I don't feel the Lord is with me because I'm going under. Can I get a witness? His, see, see, child of God, child of God, like that, like that boxer, like that, like, like that boxer getting bloody, like that boxer being bruised. Uh, Gideon, who is very practical, and I love Gideon, Gideon, they say, whoa, pull this one back. I don't understand what's going on here. He says, the Lord is with you. Okay, God, if you're with me, then uh, why, why am I experiencing all this? I want, you to, I want you to remember something. Before the Lord can miraculously pull you out, he's got to let you go into something. Mm. Before, before the Lord can glorify himself, we got to pass through some uh, grief. Mm. He can't raise you from the dead if you never died. He can't heal you if you've never been sick. Do I have a witness? He can't promote you if you've never been demoted. Do I have a witness? You, you, you got to go one way before the Lord starts pulling you out. So in his sovereignty and providence, he may let you go down knowing when he can really pull you up. There's going to be more glory in pulling you up than it was grief in letting you go down. Oh, I'm preaching up in this place, man. Do I have a witness? Yeah, that's why them old folk down south used to say, I'm just going to wait to see what the end going to be. Remember that? Remember that? You know why they said that? Because they had walked with Jesus so long. They had repeated performances about him pulling them out so long that they say he's worth waiting on. Can I get away? I'm just going to wait to see what the end will be. Lord, have mercy. And, and child of God, the first problem was the Lord is with you. The second problem is he called him, you mighty man of valor. He didn't see what God saw. He was hiding in fear, threshing wheat. Remember that? Now, now, now let's examine his confusion. He, he didn't, he was confused about the Lord being with him. Then he was confused about God calling him a mighty man of valor. Here's the equation. When God speaks to us as he did Gideon, God is looking past your pain, past your perceptions. Come on now. He's looking past all the stuff you claim to be going through, and he's looking at the final product. He's calling things that be not as though it already was. So when he said, the Lord is with you, you mighty man of valor, he is speaking to Gideon's outcome. We keep looking at the income. God is looking at the outcome. He, he said, you are a mighty man of valor in spite of your perplexity. 
Can I get a witness? In spite of your battles, you're beaten, going back to the corner, bleeding. God is saying, I'm speaking to your future. I'm calling the shot. Can I get a witness? I'm going to call this shot. And, and, and listen, and, 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 and I want you to look at verse 16 because I'm, I'm trying to go through this. He says, uh, look, look with the, and the Lord, verse 14, looked upon him and said, Go in this thy might, thou shalt save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Have not I sent thee? We got presence, we got power, we got promotion. And he said unto him, O my Lord, wherewith shall, personal pronoun, save Israel before my family is poor in Manasseh and I'm the least of my father's house and the Lord said unto him surely I will be with him and and thou shalt smite the Midians now don't forget the Midianites as don't forget this one man I'm gonna come back to that I didn't I didn't come back to that this morning I'm coming back to it he's confused and we confused can I get a witness? Because we keep interpreting the goodness of God based on our feelings and not our faith. Mm, we can't get past the day. We can only deal with what's happening right now in our lives. Amen. We can't envision God doing something while we go through these trials and tribulations. We, we keep looking at what's right in front of us. Can I get a witness? What's right in front of us. Before I came out of work full-time to, 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 to be pastor of this church, I was pastoring, but I was working 40 hours a week in the government and traveling for the government, and I was a manager in the government, and, 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 and I started to lose. Listen to pastor. The reason I know God was calling me out, I, and, and I loved my job, but I started to lose affection I started to lose my feelings for going to work because my heart are y'all hearing me my heart was in another place and and God didn't and 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 I didn't just get up and quit I just waited and waited and waited and and going to work every day I'm sitting at my desk with my tie suit on and 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 I find myself doing the government's work but I found myself doing some sermons and found myself trying to do this and do that and I was struggling with the two can I get a witness but I had to wait I heard from God can I get a witness and see God was progressively pulling me out can I get a witness and when I finally resigned from the government amen I had I had peace and I had freedom can I get a witness because I knew God had prepared me for the pastorate Lord have mercy. And when I came in the pastor, I lost a lot of money. Yeah, y'all can laugh all you want. <laughs> Folk was bringing me tomatoes and corn <laughs> on Sunday. I grew this in my garden. Take it, honey. All right, baby. No, I'm going to shop right. I ain't fooling with this stuff. You know, I'm, you know, you know. But here's what the Lord was saying. You trust me. Uh, do I have a witness up in the house? You, you, you just trust me. I know I, I, I can see the end from the beginning. Lord, have mercy. And, and child of God, his, listen, his, his confusion led to his conflict. 
Look at verse 14. The Lord looked upon him and look, 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 look. he said, I'm going to do you as one man. Uh, verse 16, verse 17, he said unto him, if now I found grace in the sight, show me a sign. Now, here's the conflict that Gideon ran into. Conflict was first, he measured his own might in what, listen, in direct connection to what God said. That, you and I are not even in the equation. I keep telling folk this. I talk to pastors from around the country. And this is what I tell them. 1 Corinthians 3. Be careful what foundation you build the ministry on. I don't build this ministry on Raymond Gordon. Some pastors do. I build this on Jesus Christ. Do I have a witness? That's why everything has blossomed. That's why everything has grown. That's why the blessings come now because it's about him. It's not about me. And it's not about any of you. God doesn't need us. If he just wanted a preacher, he could have had a jackass preach. Numbers 22. Didn't a jackass preach? Go home and read Numbers 22. Balaam was riding that jackass and that jackass turned around and started preaching. Now, if you driving a jackass and the jackass talk, talk, start, start, turn around and start taking a text on you, it's time to stop riding the jackass and get off and listen to what the jackass is saying. In the book of the Revelation, he had an eagle to talk. God doesn't need us. It's through the foolishness of preaching that God decides to save souls. It's tight. Gideon thought, I'm not able, nor am I worthy. God was saying, in essence, I, I, you missed the point. I don't need you. I just chose to use you. Can I get a witness? Thank you, Jesus. His second conflict, verses 17 to 22, you read when you get home, is that in his plight, he says, okay, Lord, here's what I want to do. I, I, I'd like you to give me a sign. I want to, like Abraham, I want to prepare you a meal. I want to, I want, I want to get a little kid together, a little kid lamb and, I, I, you know, goat or whatever. And I want to make you a full course meal. And, and, and the pre-incarnate Jesus Christ said, okay, you can make the meal. And then when he made the meal, Jesus sent fire to cook the meal. Lord have mercy. As to persuade Gideon that he was in this thing. I do have a witness. And, and, and child of God, when you lay out a fleece against God's promises, a fleece is a lack of faith. You're asking God to show you something. God don't have to show you anything. The fact that you got up this morning, that's a miracle. Can I get a witness? The fact that you're able to walk and think and process, that's a miracle. God doesn't have to prove anything to you, but God was patient with him. Even though he was provoking God, I got to hurry on. In the third level of conflict, amen, was God in him was in disagreement as to what he needed. 
Oh, it's going to get tight now. So God is saying to Gideon, and Gideon says in verse 22, I've seen the Lord face to face, talking about the pre-incarnate Christ. And the Lord said, peace unto you, fear not, thou shalt not die, even though you've seen my face. Then Gideon built an altar, and the name of the altar is Jehovah Shalom, which means our peace. Ah. And he tore down his father's altars, and town people got angry with him. They wanted to kill him. Amen. But here's, here's the situation here that uh, Gideon, amen, was told by God all right, Gideon, the reason I did all this is because you are going into battle as the deliverer, savior, judge for all of Israel against the Amalekites and the Midianites. Here it comes. And God is saying, uh, part of your conflict is you and I don't agree on what you need. And God doesn't agree with us as to what we need. You talking about, well, I need a wife that does this, and I, I need a husband that does this, and I need this. And God said, you don't need all that. You just need to be obedient and submissive, and everything else will work out. I'm preaching up in this place. Yeah. So, God, <laughs> read these two chapters when you go home, six to eight. God says, okay, get in. You're going up against the Midianites. They are some bad boys. It's 135,000 of them, and they're green berets. You have 32,000 farmers with shovels and staves. Now, let me, let me, let me, let me stop talking. I didn't use the Marines because they always get defeated, so I said green berets. You, you are going through, you are going to fight you are going with gray. They're gray out there too. You know I love you, man. You are going against 135 trained black belt green berets. You got 32,000 farmers. All they know how to do is plant seeds. So Gideon is going through all these gyrations. How in the world? Do I have a prayer against 135 black belt green berets? So God comes up and says, you know what, Gideon? You got too many. Now listen to this clause for me to get the glory. See, your ways are not my ways. Your thoughts are not my thoughts. Kent might need... Kent might think he need 125 voices to sound good. God said, all you need is four. Four that can sing. Not that they can't sing. Let me get out of this, but just, just four that can sing. All you need is four. And do I have a witness? You don't need 125 deacons in the church. All you need is 10 faithful deacons. Oh, I'm messing up in here. You don't need 26 associate ministers. Half of them ain't doing nothing nowhere. All you need, all you need is three or four that's yielded to God. I wish I had a witness up in this place. 
Let me just tick everybody off. You've got too many for me, for me, not for you, for me to get the glory. Because man's extremity is God's opportunity. God specializes in taking nothing and making something. God specializes in taking the little and making much. I'm preaching up in this place. God, Jesus told the disciples at Bethany, he said, when Lazarus had died, I'm glad for your sakes that I was not there to the intent that you might believe. Mm. Look at this. So God says, here's what I'm going to do. Take him down to the water, to the river, and let him drink. Now, listen, now watch this now. I try to dramatize this more. The ones that get on their knees and drink like a dog, send them home. The ones that get down and grab water with their hand and bring it up to their face, keep them. They are watching and praying. You ain't getting this. So he went from 32,000 to 22,000. When he got to 22,000, I said, now nah, you still got too many. They did another test. He had 300. God said, that's it. By these 300, I'm going to, through you, defeat the entire Midianite army. Hmm. Here's the interesting thing here. All along, God is teaching a lesson that when I'm with you, I'm more than the world against you. Ah, just my presence. Lord have mercy. Just, just, just my power. Just, just, just my peace. Just, just my promotion. All you need is me. And if the church ever can confirm in their lives, all I need is Jesus. You're on your way to victory. Because truly, no weapon formed against you will prosper. And Jesus has the last say-so. I don't care what your doctors are saying, your lawyers are saying. I don't care what's going on. Like, Jesus reserves the right to have the last. Lord, have mercy. Say so. Check it out. This boy got major confusion, major conflict. And then we see a confidence of God's favor. Chapter 7, real quick, verse 9. You got to read this when you get home. 7 9, here's Jerobel, verse 1. That's Gideon. 7 9, are you with me? Hang in there. And it came to pass the same night that the Lord said unto him, Arise, go down to the host, I have to live into that. Now, God, for his sake, gave him a dream that he would, amen, defeat the Midianites. Verse 13, are you with me? 
I'm, I'm, I'm trying to just speed up. He gives them a proof of the victory. Then he gives them a powerful ambush, 26 to 39. He says, take your 300 men, break them up into three companies of 100 each, and here's what I want you to do. Look, here's grace. <laughs> he says, I want them to blow trumpets at my command, break the pitchers, the clay bottles at my command, light torches at my command. Do it all together. Sounds foolish, doesn't it? You know God specializes in the foolish things of this world? You know what God specializes in? God doesn't specialize in all of your multiple degrees and, and, and all of your intelligence and in corporate America and you a lawyer, doctor, and a psychiatrist. God is looking at you saying, well, that's good, but I don't get no glory out of that. What I get glory out of is taking a nothing. I take a nobody. And what I do is save them and fill them up and they become a somebody that they can reach everybody. Can I get a witness? Do you know that God is able, and I'm going to tell you right now, the reason a lot of us can experience victory is because we keep depending on our own stuff. God says, I ain't getting no glory out of that. None whatsoever. Can I get a witness? Through the foolishness of preaching, God says, when I get finished, Everybody going to look to me. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and so the battle starts, and God tells them, all right, blow the trumpets, rapture, break the pitchers, break in the sky, light the torches, the light of the Lord, and all of the Midianites turned on each other out of being frantic, and they killed each other, and God says, see what I'm able to do. When you listen to me, not by might nor by power, but by his spirit. Wait a minute. But in verse 16, he says, I'm going to deliver you by one man. That thing stuck out to me. By one man. Not by Joshua armies. Not by Saul, David, or Solomon's fighters. I'm going to give you the victory by one man. He gave Israel the victory by one man when he called Moses. On the summit of Sinai, Exodus chapter 3, don't turn. Uh, God came down and said, Moses, I have heard the crying of my people. I've seen their afflictions and I have come down to deliver them. Didn't he say that? Now Moses, get up because I'm sending you one man in my place. Moses said, I can't do it. I stutter. He said, take your brother Aaron. He like to talk. Don't worry about that. God said, here's what I'm going to do by you. What's that in your hand? A rod. Take the rod. Because that rod is going to turn to a serpent and eat up his serpents. That rod is going to open up the Red Sea. That rod is going to close the Red Sea. That rod is going to hit a rock that brings water. That, that rod is going to give quail. What is that in your hand by one man? All of Israel was saved by one man. And his name was Moses. 450 prophets were doomed 
to die by one man, Elijah. He called down fire from heaven. Can I get a witness? Lord, have mercy. But there's one more man. In Hebrews 10, 12, but this man, after he offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down on the right-hand side of God as by one man. Uh, Adam, death came into the world, but as by the last Adam, he died for all death. He died for all sins. He died for righteousness, and his name is Jesus. By one man. Can I get a witness? So we can be wounded. <laughs> we can be beaten down. We can go back to our corner bleeding, but you're coming back out. Can I get a witness? I, I, I need to close this message, but child of God, God never promised you you wouldn't lose the first round. God never promised you you wouldn't get knocked down in the second round. God never promised you wouldn't uh, be groggy in the third round. God never promised you wouldn't want to go back out in the fourth round. But child of God, every time Satan hits me, every time I get down, every time I feel like giving up, I can only get to the number nine. And then I get back up. Can I get a witness? I've heard the referee saying one, two, three, four. And while he's counting, I'm, I'm sitting down trying to get myself together. I'm wiping the sweat off my brow. I'm wiping blood from my mouth. I'm tired of trying to work in my marriage. I'm tired of trying to work in ministry. I'm tired of trying to do things I need to do. And I get groggy. Don't you get groggy? Don't you feel like giving up? Don't you feel like throwing the towel in? And when the referee says, hey, then I start to feel something working on the inside. But then when he says nine, I get back up fortified because greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. And I'm always getting up before 10. And at 9, I'm saying, come on, Satan. Start it over again. Give me your best shot. Because my Lord, in the able, he's able. He's able. He's able. He will do far exceedingly abundantly above all that I ask or think to the only wise God. So I can take a licking and keep on ticking. Can I get a witness? I'm going all the way with Jesus. Might get knocked down. Might be bloodied. Might get groggy. But I'm a victor in Christ. I'm going to make it. I'm going to finish this fight. I'm going to win this battle. Because my God is an awesome God. Say yeah. Say yeah. Say yeah. He's worthy. 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 To be praised. He's worthy. He's worthy. I'm wounded. But 
I'm going to win. Can I get a witness? Yeah, weeping indoors for a night. But joy will come in the morning. Confused conflict and confidence might be at stake. But my God is faithful. Any faithful? He'll never put more on you than you can bear. Any faithful? He's going to pull you out with all power in his hands. Any faithful? You're going to run like through troops. Any faithful? You're going to leap over walls. Any faithful? You're going to go through concrete. Any faithful? That's why he's worthy. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not lack. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside still waters. He keeps on restoring my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness. For his name's sake, yay, yay, yay. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, Fear no evil. Why, David? For thou art with me. His rod and his staff, they comfort me. He prepares a table in the presence of my enemies. My cup of joy runs over. Surely, surely, surely. neighbor say neighbor I'm wounded but I'm winning I'm wounded I'm wounded I'm wounded but I'm really winning uh, as every head is bowed your eyes closed if you're here today and you need to be saved, just raise your hand. You want to give your life to Jesus Christ. He died for your sins and buried and rose again. We had one this morning. Just raise your hand if you want to give your life to Christ. Is there one? Perhaps you want to join a church or a Christian experience. Is there one? Love to have you. Love to have you. You're going to get the word here. God bless you. Come on if your hand is up. Come on. Come on. Praise Jesus. We love you. 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 Come on. Balcony, is there another? We're not dismissed. Hold on. Hold on. Come on. Praise Jesus. Look at the Lord. 
Look at the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. And thank you. Hi, baby. Praise Jesus. Stand right here, baby. Thank you. There another? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We are wounded, but we're winning. Because God holds the key to how this thing is going to end. Can I get a witness? That's why you got to keep preaching to yourself. You got to keep encouraging yourself. No weapon formed against you. You, you got to know that you know that you know that you know that you know. He will do far exceedingly abundantly above all that you ask or think to the only wise God. You got to keep your eyes on him. Praise the name of Jesus. Uh, let's, amen. Can you follow uh, Reverend uh, um, Chris Bennett and Reverend Dan Spencer? Praise, praise the name of Jesus. Uh, now, everybody 18 to 35, raise your hand. 18 to 35. I want y'all to step out. Come on down here. No, this is not for salvation. Maybe it should be. It's not. Come on. 18 to 35. Come on down front. 18, because this is our chosen Sunday. 18 to 35. Come on. Amen. 18 to 35. Come on. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. Come on. Come on down front. Come on. 18 to 35. Come on. That's right. Balcony two. Pass. Pass. I might have to put oil on y'all. Come on. 18 to 35, 18 to 35, 18 to 35, 18 to 35, hallelujah, 18 to 35, not, not, not 36 to 50, 18, 18 to 35, 18 to 35, this is our young adult chosen ministry, and we have invited Stockton University, the young adult people to come, 18 to 35 in the balcony, come on down, come on, come on out of seats, I'm going to wait. Come on out of seats, 18 to 35, great age group. That's where I made all my mistakes. Uh, excuse me, 18, 18 to 35, come on down. Come on down, praise the Lord, we love you. 18 to 35, 18 to 35, 18 to 35. Come on, make it quick. Just don't jump off the balcony. 18 to 35, 18 to 35, come on, balcony. Young people up there, 18 to 35, no? Come on, what you, what you doing, man? You ain't 18, what you doing? Oh, you, you, okay, you got a piece of paper, okay. 18 to 35, 18 to 35. All right, hold on, hold on. 18 to 35. I want to get them all down here. Now, after service, go in the gym, FLC. We're having a little fellowship, okay? Did y'all eat this morning? Good. Um, <laughs> praise God. Glad you ate this morning. 18 to 35, in the name of Jesus. All right, now, where, Tamika? Where's Tamika? She left? Oh, come on, come on, baby. Come on up here. Tanya, come on out here, baby. We need you. Amen. Twin, Shelly or Kelly, I don't know who you are. Come on out. <laughs> all y'all look alike. Come on, come on, come on, come on out here. Praise the Lord. All right, come on out here. Praise the Lord. Now, these, these are my facilitators. Listen to Pastor. I love you. Listen to Pastor. And, and, and this is Fran's son. We love you, man. God bless you. Listen, this is a critical age. And we're trying to pour, we're trying to pour into you. Christ. Amen. His values, his ethics. We want you to, oh, there go my girl. Where you been at? Come here, girl. Oh, I haven't seen her. Oh, she used to work in the mini mall. Come in. Turn around. My baby. Oh, boy. How old are you now? 25. 25. Great age. 
All right, praise the Lord. Now I'm going to ask all of you guys to go through that door. See that exit door? Go through that door. Don't go that way. Go through that door, okay? In, into the gym, all right? We got this? 18 to 35, 18. We got all 18 to 35? No, I'm, I'm 37. I can't go with him. 18 to 35, 18 to 35. All right, let's pray. Father, thank you for these, um, for these young adults. Thank you for your word. That God, we're wounded, but we're winning. We get hit and hit and hit. And we're in confusion, conflict, with low confidence. But at the end, you come along. And you make it all worth our while. You give us victory. And we thank you for the example of Gideon, who was practical enough to say, why? God, thank you for answering our wives. Bless our church. Bless these young adults. Bless this evening. In Jesus' name, amen. See you at call Wednesday. God bless you. Uh, a -A amen. Can y'all go right through the door? Go right through the door. Uh -uh, don't go that way. Come here, girl. Go right through the door. Right through the door. Right through the door. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Sing us up. Can't...